Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode 367. Today is Thursday, August 18th, 2022. I hadn't intended on having such a long break, but as a matter of fact, I've had three whole weeks off from doing much of anything. And there are reasons for that, and I'll talk about that today and some other bits and pieces as it comes along. But first, today I had my fourth uh, COVID jab, my second booster. And it's something I only found out recently that I was eligible for because when they announced the the, the fourth jab or the second booster, depending on your point of view, they kept talking about people who were at high risk, those who were over 65 and modern Pacific Islanders who were over 50 or 55 or something, whatever, younger anyway, because they're at higher risk. And I just, at the time I was thinking, well, I'm not eligible. But you also couldn't get it until six months after your first jab. I'm sorry, first booster, third jab. <laughs> and mine was in January. So I knew that I wasn't eligible just based on time alone. Anyway, so I didn't really think about it. I just assumed eventually they'd open it up to anybody who had um, whose last booster had been six months earlier. And then recently, I think I think I was actually on Facebook and talking with, with somebody, and I thought, you know, I better check this. And I looked into it, and it turned out that because of my ischemic heart disease, which is a name I hate, the other name for it is coronary artery disease. I hate ischemic heart disease because it sounds like there's something wrong with my heart, and there isn't. There were blockages in my coronary arteries, which is a very different thing. But I digress. Because of that... I was eligible to have uh, the second booster because I'm considered at higher risk of bad outcomes if I were to get COVID. So I took advantage of it. And today I went and got my, my second booster. And I booked online. And when I did that, I was the only person who was booking, who had booked an appointment. They were all available. And I, I mentioned that today when I went there. It was at a local pharmacy. And they said that's because people, most people just walk in. And uh, because they do take just walk-ins. So that was <laughs> interesting. Um, when I was in the, the pharmacy, there were two people who walked in without masks. Um, there was already a guy there with his little girl, and he was wearing a mask. And, of course, the staff were masked. I was masked, of course. And the other people who came in were also wearing masks. And I don't know what the story is of those people. But then after that, I went to a nearby supermarket on my way home just to pick up some bits and pieces for the week. And I noticed that there were a few people who weren't wearing masks, but they were mostly of a certain age, which is to say over 40, probably over 50 by and large. All of the younger people, those under 30, were wearing masks. And there seemed to be a higher percentage of males than females who weren't masked. I don't know what that says. I don't know if there is a hmm in there or if it's just an observation. Make of it make out of make of it what you will. But it's the first time I've noticed um and noticed enough people without masks for it to come to my attention, for me to pay attention. So anyway, so now I am fully vaccinated, fully, 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 fully vaccinated. And uh it's been let's see, about five hours since my booster. And I, so far, I've had no ill effects. I have, I've felt fine. And I'm, I'm wondering in my mind if it's because it's been six months since my last jab, whereas the others, I think, were three months apart or whatever it was. I can't even remember anymore. And I've also been drinking a lot of water today. Because you know the downside of drinking a lot of water? Yeah, I have to walk around a lot. Let's just put it that way. 
walk from one end of the house to the other. But that's done. Now, that's actually in a not directly, but kind of sort of a little bit related to what's been going on with me lately. I took three weeks off from all of my stuff, my blog, and of course the podcast. And the reason is because it was just getting to be too much. I was having, I was really struggling to finish anything. Um, this particular episode I recorded a few times, not not just because I changed my mind or whatever, but actually, okay, a slight digression again. One of the issues I've run into is that because I don't talk very much to other people, I talk to Leo and I sometimes talk to myself, but I don't have conversations much anymore. That means that my voice gets really tired really fast. And sometimes I can't make it through a podcast episode when I'm recording. Other times I make it all the way through and then I decide I want to change some things or redo part of, parts of it or whatever, and I just don't have the voice. So that's actually been an ongoing issue for, for months. It's not anything new, but it, it's an obstacle that I face. But the main one has been the fatigue that I've complained about constantly <laughs> for the past few years. And I would sit down to try to work on a post or a, a podcast episode and just I would reach a point where I just couldn't do any more and I'd have to walk away. And the thing of it is that if I don't finish, or I should say, if I hadn't finished a blog post or a podcast episode before I left my desk, I wouldn't come back to finish it in the evening. And that's just the way it's been. I just didn't have the energy. And in fact, I still don't to to a large extent. But what changed is that three weeks ago, I took the first dose of my new blood pressure medication called Lorstat or whatever it is, which is an angiotensin II inhibitor, re re receptor inhibitor, whatever that means. And it is for people who can't take ACE inhibitors. So, <laughs> I, whatever. Um, my previous drug was an ACE inhibitor, actually, and that's the one I was complaining about. Now, when I took it, uh, the, the first day, my head felt like there, I didn't have quite so much uh, brain fog, which is a good thing. Not necessarily gone, but certainly better than it had been in quite some time. And the, but the first couple of weeks afterwards, there were plenty of times I thought to myself, I'm going to just contact my doctor and ask to change the drug. I just, I don't feel any better. In fact, I feel worse. In after the first day, I started feeling not just tired. I mean, I don't know if the tiredness was was better, the same, or worse. What I felt was incredibly sleepy. I felt as if I could fall asleep standing up. I was that sleepy. And in fact, I had several naps during the, that time. And it was just awful. I mean, I would go to bed at night and I wouldn't wake up. I wouldn't wake up at all until nine hours or more later. And that's just, that's not normal, especially for me. So I was not happy about it. And I thought to myself, self, you really do need to give it a bit more time because one week, two weeks, three weeks isn't enough to be able to judge whether the drug is better, worse, the same, whatever. And because I know that it can, it can take a month, six weeks, two months, three months more before one fully adjusts to a drug. And so I just kind of shrugged. And then at the end of last week, I noticed that I felt, for lack of a better word, I felt brighter and I, I felt more engaged and present than I had in ages. And I thought, oh, that's interesting, but I didn't pay that much attention to it, really. I didn't put much stock in that. 
until the f- until two days later on the Sunday, um, we all got together. The family all got together again, and it was the exact same thing. So I thought, hmm, this is a thing. And I've noticed since then that when I've talked on the phone to, to somebody in the family, it's the same situation. I'm feeling brighter and engaged and all that sort of stuff. And all of that is is really positive. The tiredness, I don't know yet. I don't I don't feel like I'm you know, back to how I was before beta blockers or anything, but I think that I feel a bit better. I'm not sure. But the most extraordinary thing that's happened so far in all of this, I mean, lifting the brain fog a bit was really welcome. But the thing that I found extraordinary was yesterday morning. I woke up, um, and it was a bit earlier than I wanted to get up, so I was just kind of lying there, not really thinking about much of anything, actually, except I was lying on my back, and Leo was up against me, and I suddenly realized that I didn't feel anything in my chest. And what that what I mean by that is that for for months, I guess that I was on the previous drug, I often felt my heart beating when I would be, especially when I would lie in my back. And often it, it felt like it was racing, like it, like I'd had too much caffeine or even that I was having an AFib or some incident or something like that. Although I checked and I never was. And I, I, that happened at the very beginning of taking that drug. And I almost asked to be taken off of it immediately then. But then I came right after a few days, I thought, but it kept coming back, this this feeling of anxiousness and and weirdness in the chest and all that, which apparently is a side effect of that drug. So, but, you know, it's one of those things, if you take a drug long enough, eventually you just sort of don't notice symptoms that you do at first. At least that's the way it's always worked for me. And so maybe I just got used to it or kept forgetting about it unless it was a bad bad one or something. I don't know. But at any rate lying there yesterday morning, I suddenly realized it was gone. And it was it was almost like, you know, you're, you're at a, in a loud party and you walk outside and it's dead quiet and you think, wow, what a difference. That's what it was like. So that's a good thing by itself. And if this all continues, then, you know, this could be, this could be the change I was looking for. And I, there's just no way that I can know that yet. And well, I just got the the next twenty eight days worth uh, of my prescriptions yesterday, which at the end of that, I mean, after after about six weeks, I should have a pretty good indication of how I'm doing, and at that point, then I can I can evaluate better. But that's another three odd weeks in the future. But I didn't intend to stop for three weeks. I didn't intend to just abruptly go away. What and it just it happened all by accident, and I suddenly realized that that was a good thing for me to do. That I needed that, and so I just did. I probably should have said something somewhere, but you know, in the spur of the moment, I didn't. And so here I am. I'm back, and feeling better overall, and not just health wise, but also about doing all of this stuff. There will be some changes coming in the weeks and months ahead, and some have actually already started. As you may recall from a long time ago, I think I've talked about it anyway, my hosting for the site and all that stuff, basically, is through GoDaddy. And some time ago, they started sending emails telling me about they were migrating the email to Outlook servers. And I had to, and it was going to be complimentary for 30 days or something like that. And I didn't pay that much attention to it because I didn't really care. And I wasn't interested in using 
um, in, in paying for an additional service for email. And so what ended up happening is that when their, their free period was up, I lost um, Amarin's.com's emails, twopolitical.com's emails, and I'm about to lose Amarin's.com's emails as well. That, for some reason, that doesn't expire in, for another few months. I think it is. And But when it does, it's going. I'm not going to be paying $15 a month to use their um, Outlooks, Outlook server. And instead, I'm just going to use my Amarin's at Gmail um, address, which I probably should have done all along. Actually, I, don't, I didn't have it at the beginning. I didn't get that until sometime later because Gmail wasn't available in, in New Zealand at the time. <sighs> so anyway, so that, that is definitely coming. And there's also the possibility that I might rebrand anyway. I don't know that yet. I haven't quite figured everything out. There are reasons why that might be necessary, but I'll talk about that another day once I've had a, had a time to actually sit down and think about all of this sort of stuff. What I've been taken up with lately is that my sister-in-law from Australia was visiting with her family. She, that was, she came back for um, one of her sisters, another sister-in-law's birthday party, which was um, not this past Saturday, but the one before. And um, so I mean, we were getting together with her a lot, but also she's never seen my house. And so I wanted my house to be, actually, I wanted my house to be perfect. And I was going to start on it months ago. That was actually part of why I was starting the office project, and which I have done absolutely nothing on for months. And that wasn't going to happen. So then I thought, well, at least as long as it's, um, tidy and presentable. Well, that wasn't going to happen. And I finally got it down to as long as it's reasonably clean. <laughs> and that's pretty much where it was. But as it happens, she ended up uh, stopping by the morning of their last day in New Zealand. They had a lot of packing and stuff to do that day. And so she only got a quick visit. And I was still in my, in my well, what do you call it, lounge attire or whatever. When I get up in the morning, I throw on a pair of, of sweatpants and a, and a sweatshirt so I'm nice and warm. And before I you know, have my shower and get dressed and all that sort of stuff. And so I was still in that. I hadn't vacuumed <laughs> all kinds of things. So it wasn't perfect, but it, it wasn't horrible either. It's been worse. In fact, in fact, it was worse only about a week or week and a half earlier. And since then, I've been um, beavering away, working it slowly, tidying up and moving things around. And so it was reasonably good. But she had a good visit. The, they had a good visit, I should say. And it was lovely to see her. Last time I saw her was when Nigel and I went to Australia in late, what was that, 2017, I guess it was. Uh, 2017 or 18, one of them. I'd have to look it up. I can never remember these things. And um, because of COVID and all the various lockdowns and closed borders and things, it just wasn't possible for anybody to go to either country. And so this was really pretty much the first realistic time that uh, we could do that. So they did. And at some point, I'll probably go back to Australia and um, visit them, and also Scotty in Brisbane, and and maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I haven't gotten that far. So that's what's been going on with me. And the other thing that I did work on during the time when I didn't have much energy was what I called, at one point, my super secret project, or YOMP2 for Ye old Macintosh Project. And what I what happened is that last year, and I didn't talk about this at the time, well, last year I, I bought a used um, Mac Classic, which is the old all-in-one, the little teeny one, and with an idea that maybe I could get it working so I could access some of my old files once I 
brought with me from the US or had in my very earliest years in New Zealand. And it is, if it's salvageable, it's going to take a lot of work. Much of it is beyond my capacity at the moment. I don't have the skills. I've never soldered anything in my life, for instance. So th there's a lot I'd have to learn. And about a month or so later, I was on our auction site again, and I saw somebody was offering a Mac LC575, which is an all-in-one, and it's a much newer machine. has a 14-inch or 12-inch or whatever color monitor built in and a CD-ROM drive and all that sort of stuff. And it still can connect to the old-fashioned technology, which is the whole reason I got the first old Mac. That was in September, but not long after that, we went under lockdown. And Auckland was under lockdown right up until just before Christmas. So I couldn't go to Auckland to get the thing. They couldn't, nobody from there could bring it to me. And so I never talked about it online anywhere because I didn't know if the thing worked. I didn't know if this was going to be another foolish thing or what the story was going to be. So I finally got it, um, I think it was in January, and it worked, but it, it needed some attention. And with a little bit of persistence, I got the thing working again, and I got one of the main things I wanted was I had a bunch of 800K floppy disks, which are different than the 720K floppy disks that PCs used. Macs, it, it's sort of complicated, but the gist of it is that Macs floppy disks spun at a differential speed. In other words, they they would spin depending on where the read-write head was. So they could get 800K on a, on a small disk, whereas a PC could only get 720 because it only spun at one speed. And so I was able to access these 800K disks, and they had some of my oldest files, including the ones that I wanted the most, which were the emails that Nigel and I sent to each other when I was still living in the U.S. before I came as a tourist, and also during the period after I went back to the U.S. and before I came to, back to New Zealand to live. And that is was my only way of being able to ever see those again, is my only way to be able to remember any of that stuff, obviously, because I can't talk to the about it with Nigel anymore, obviously. So I was really keen to get those, and I did. And there's some other files I haven't seen in 20-odd years. And I still have a few more disks I haven't been able to access yet um, for a variety of reasons. And I I will get to those eventually. They're, it's a bit problematic because one of them is this, It's a well, for those days, a high-capacity drive. It held one and a half gigs of data. And the hard drive on the machine is 250, I think it is. So I would have to move them in small lots, and then I would have to copy them off the hard drive onto other disks that I then would upload. Oh, it just gets complicated. Because those machines aren't Ethernet capable. And you, I can buy a card to put in it so that it is, and I may do that just for fun, so I can connect it to my home network. But oh, it's really complicated and time-consuming. And the CD-ROM drive that's in it is CD-read only. You can't; it's not a writer. They didn't have those in those days, at least not in Macs or that level. So that's all an un, uncompleted um, project. But it is the only thing that I actually accomplished over the past several months. The only big thing that I accomplished over the months. And in the overall scheme of things, getting access to those files probably is not that big a deal. At least not to people who aren't me, but it mattered to me, and that's why I did the whole damn project. Plus, which there's one last thing about this. This is a machine that Nigel had. It's the same model of machine that Nigel had before I came to New Zealand and for a while after I arrived. 
So I'm very familiar with it. I I know in its ins and outs. I know how to how to do things on it. <laughs> Sometimes I have to refresh my memory, but yes, I know how I know how to do it. And that familiarity was really good. And I also have some games, some old games that I can play on the thing once I, you know, make a few changes here and there. And so it's been a it's been a good thing overall. It just it's it was frustrating that it took so long before I could do anything with it. And it was a good thing I had it to do though during that period when I just didn't have the energy to do anything physical. I have a lot to do around the house still. Um, as I said, I haven't done anything for months, and I also have to get my um, my backyard, my back garden, as we call it under control and I have to do some planting and stuff like that. We're only a couple of weeks away from spring now and I'm planning out what I'm going to do and I, I have to get that organized. But this week we're having rainstorms all over the country, mostly rain here, heavy rains in the South Island with severe flooding and things. So this isn't exactly the kind of time when I even want to be outside, let alone think too much about it. But that's coming up hopefully in the weeks and months ahead. And hopefully I will have more updates about more projects as I optimistically choose to believe that I will feel better. But in the meantime, I am feeling better, somewhat at least, I think. And I have protected myself further from COVID infection, which is a good thing for anybody, but especially for me, my risk factors. And other than that, that's it for today. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Airman's Podcast at airmanspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.